Coming up on tonight's episode of Don't Panic, we've got a lot of tech news as usual. This week, we are discussing Musk's mystery, the Periscope versus Meerkat debate. We're going to talk about Facebook's announcements, the PS4 update, Google's Pony Express, a lot of great tech news. And it's all coming up on a brand new episode of Don't Panic. We're going to start for you right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 88, recorded March 30th, 2015, on Musk's Mystery, Pony Express, and Metro Modern Windows. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Don't Panic, the technology podcast that's compatible on all your devices. I'm Sean Jennings, and I am joined by the uh, easy cheese and ready whip of technology. They come out of a spray can, ladies and gentlemen, Colby Rabadou and Dan Miller. Sirs, how are we doing this evening? I'm, I'm proud to be the easy cheese of technology. <laughs> I I'm I am so dry in this barrel of things I can call you the the you know the blank of technology. I am like it's bottom of the barrel time. Oh man. We've done 88 of these now. 88. <laughs> we should have one like like a recap episode that is just that. <laughs> just whole a, episode a clip of, of me every time I say that. Uh, nothing would make me happier to watch it. If someone out there wants to take the time to cut up <laughs> 88 episodes, please go for it. I, I remember the last time I did a clip show? Never again. <laughs> but that's sure. beside the point. Gentlemen, anything uh, exciting going on this week? You, you can well, share with the audience? Oh, like personally or like in the world? You know what, Dan? It's an open-ended question. Uh... In the world, Elon Musk is talking about he's releasing a new or, or rather Tesla is releasing a new product line on April 30th and doesn't say anything about what it could be. Uh, what do we think it's going to be? You know, that's what I love about so Elon fun. Musk is he can put out a single tweet and the, the stock price of his company soars on no news. Yeah, but remember the last time he said something exciting on Twitter and it was disappointing like it has been well, every time? Disappointing to who? To uh, anyone who read his tweet. But here's, I don't think he right. cares about those people. Well, so here's my prediction. It's just a new car. No, it's not. He specifically said not a car. Really? The, the tweet said, and I quote, major new Tesla oh, not product a car. line, right. not a car, will be unveiled at our Hawthorne Design Studio on Thursday, 8 p.m. April 30th. So, well, so what is the least exciting thing you could announce that isn't a car? Scooter. A sofa. A, a Tesla, <laughs> an electric sofa. That's genius. What features <laughs> are you looking like for? A lawnmower. The Tesla lawnmower. It's like super sleek, has a big touch screen on it. <laughs> Self-driving, maybe. Self <laughs> hey, maybe? actually, hold on. That's actually exciting, Colby, so that can't be it. <laughs> Uh, Imagine if you have a big yard, oh, the Roomba of uh, lawnmowers. That'd be fantastic. It's true. No, can't be that. Uh, how about like what? What other things are vaguely automotive? Uh, oh, I know the the Tesla RC car. Like full size or child size? Like a full child, size RC no, car. No, 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 like, like one you get a little controller and you just drive it around in your driveway. The ones you used to buy at Radio Shack before they right, went right, out of right. business? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Tesla's going with the RC car business. That's good. Could be that. <laughs> <laughs> or, 
or slot cars. That would be even less exciting. Does anyone here know what slot cars are? I I used to, yes, I do. And I I they never worked for me. They always broke. So slot cars are you take them to these tracks like a a business and the car has a little like fin on the bottom that slots into this slot and you just go and it just races around the track. You can't deviate its course at all. It just goes around and around and around. Um can you like, modify your slot cars? Oh, sure. People did all sorts of banana stuff. You know, you could always get it to go faster. You just could never change which way, how it was going, where it was going. Okay. Uh, I see. But those are already electric, so I don't know if, if Tesla could do much in the slot car business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> improvement there. No. Um, yeah, I mean, I... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we could talk about what it actually might be. Um because there is a a theory, I, I I'm just I really don't think it'll be exciting uh, on our the show after this announcement. I I bet each of you a donut that it won't be exciting at all. That we'll be disappointed. I'm gonna I will gladly take that challenge, and here's why: a because if you read this, remember remember the last tweet where he's like it's gonna change, reduce. Uh, uh, anxiety over distance, right? And he was very bold in this tweet. This tweet, to be honest, he's not hyping up. He just says major new process, pro- major new Tesla product line will be unveiled at our studio and the date. That's it. Doesn't say anything it, about it'll revolutionize, it'll change, it'll. He just says it will be unveiled. <sighs> Apple has said more inflammatory things about their announcements. Like I don't. For Musk, this is no, but cool. they never say what it's going to be. Like they never, they just say, "Oh, we're going to have an announcement." They won't say anything. This would be like Apple saying that about the the iPhone 5C. Oh, it's a brand new product line. Okay, sure, kind of. It is a new model. Yeah, but this is—it's not a car. So it, all Tesla makes is cars. So for it to not be a car and T-shirts. What if it's like not a? Uh, what if it's like a motorcycle or something, or like a truck, a pickup truck? that's a car i mean wheeler yeah i think honestly i think it has to do around battery technology right because that's if you really think about it they're more of a battery Mm -hmm. company than they are a car company or at least they're quickly becoming that the leading sort of legitimate theory online is that um tesla had previously said musk has previously said that they were nearing the launch of a stationary battery pack designed to power your home interesting so that's sort of the leading theory that that could be what they unveil. Interesting. What about a Tesla boat? What about a, a, an electric a, boat? That would be. I want. I want. Uh, I want the swan boats. You know, a and Tesla the, jet ski. Yeah. Okay. Just just frivolous things for rich people. Right. <laughs> that's all. That's already the business that they're in. You it's, might as well play your strength. Go after the the Apple Watch uh, Gold Edition market. <laughs> right. Turns out you can get a jet ski for pretty cheap. I kind of looked into it. But uh, but a Tesla jet ski. But a Tesla jet ski probably not. No, you're yeah. gonna break the bank on that, let's be honest. Yes. Um well there you go. Well we'll have full coverage after uh next on next week's show. Uh no, I'm sorry, it's April thirtieth, so we got a couple weeks to go. A um, while. But but we'll talk about it then and we'll continue to wildly speculate until then, because that's what we're good at. Um Dan, great lead into the first story. Do you have a second story? I know uh, we can talk Facebook, Periscope versus Meerkat. Let's um, let's let's do Facebook first because the Periscope thing is just too ridiculous to follow up that last ridiculous story. We did. 
<laughs> All right. Let's go to the legitimate for a moment. Facebook had their F8 conference this week, um, their developer conference, and they had a, a couple of announcements. Uh, we'll start with one that, as Dan explained to me, actually isn't an announcement, but it might be, but we don't know. Um, and that has to do with their uh, strategy around Internet of Things um, and their software development kit for Parse. Uh, do one of you guys kind of want to explain what this is? Because... Okay, so Parse is a company that Facebook bought a while ago, like a year plus, probably more like two years now, maybe even more than two years. Uh, but what Parse is, Parse is kind of like, um, it's basically like a backend as a service. It's like a database uh, that, so if you're building an app, instead of running your own database and like having your own servers, you can pay Parse and store your data on Parse's service. And they p- provide all kinds of like convenience uh, functionality. Like they make it really easy to log in with Facebook or log in with Twitter or uh, set up like user authentication in your application. Um, so that's what Parse is. And this announcement was basically, I don't, I don't know, it said like, they want to share your data with connected devices and connect to the Internet of Things. And and basically, all they did was write, uh, port their SDK, which is the, an SDK is a software developer kit. So it's basically like a, a code library written in one language or another. And they, they basically, instead of like, they ported their SDK to C, which is the the one of the lowest level languages uh but it's like what things like the pebble or an arduino are written in like code for those platforms are written in c so theoretically if someone wanted to they could use parse from a connected device like that that is running c like an arduino if they wanted to but no one's doing it yet it's not like that exciting or anything that was an excellent explanation i actually understood that (laughs) which is a you should be very proud uh no so is this an announcement like is Uh, this should we even be talking about it is it is it a big enough deal no i I don't think so I don't, I don't, I'm not sure it's relevant to like this now. Maybe it is a big deal for people doing things. I will say like parse is really easy to use. It's like takes a lot of annoyance out of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so like maybe it is, I don't know very much about like the developer landscape for those sort of devices. Um, but I know like, I mean, this might be great for a company like Pebble right where it's you know it's that much easier to to use the device for something uh, so colby would you use this when you finally design your embedded solution to control all the lights in your home and talk over the internet and do all that fun stuff maybe i i so i i certainly might start with something like parse and then eventually move to not parse or maybe not maybe it's too great well if it's just you why would you ever move off of parse that's true. If it's just me, it's free. Um, I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't. Interesting. Yeah. Well, in addition to that, 
Facebook also announced some more consumer-facing things, uh, including embeddable video. So Facebook, we know, has been making a big push into video, including videos that now autoplay everywhere, um, which I don't actually care for on mobile, but whatever. Uh, you'll now be able to take an embed code and actually use Facebook's video player embedded on your uh, website or app or whatever, similar to YouTube or you know other video services. Um, they also announced support for 360-degree videos inside of their native video player. That means you can click with your mouse and drag around as the video is playing and see it in all the different dimensions. Uh, unsurprisingly, as a company that owns a virtual reality headset called Oculus Rift, uh, they support 360-degree videos. Unsurprising. Um, but you can now do that on Facebook. YouTube also uh, supports 360-degree uh, video as well. That, that's crazy. I didn't, I didn't miss that. Yeah, it, it seems to work pretty well. They had a, a couple demo videos you could click around and, and play with, and they seem to seem to make some amount of uh, of sense. It was interesting. I never played with the three hundred sixty degree video. I can only imagine how it looks in one of those headsets, but at least in the in the browser, it seemed to work pretty interestingly. I don't know how much three hundred sixty degree video content there is to like you know watch, but <laughs> that's true. It's cool that they support it. Yeah. To me, I think the Im- the embed thing is actually really interesting, specifically for content creators, because Facebook has said over and over they're going more and more after partnering with content companies and trying to get them to host more content directly on Facebook rather than just linking or embedding or doing those kinds of things. Um, wasn't, wasn't there a rumor about that flying around in the last couple of weeks? Yeah, I don't remember the specific story, but I know what you're talking about, and it was this idea that Facebook was doing exactly that, trying to partner with organizations to get them to host content first on Facebook, and mm-hmm. then embed Facebook on their website, or et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then, I be- yeah, so I think that being able to embed Facebook video outside is a big incentive for them to not put video on, say, YouTube, where you can embed it everywhere, uh, and instead right. put it on Facebook first. Indeed. It's interesting. Like, I think it makes sense um, from the perspective that if you want, if you want companies that are, I don't know, say the, the New York Times or something, something like that, like a newspaper, right? If you want them to, to write, to be like, contributing, like, actual, co- like, newspaper, like, content on Facebook, it needs to be like, pretty... I don't know, like rich, like have a, a lot of possibility for embedding in things. And like something like this is like, I feel like that's a piece of the puzzle. Absolutely. Especially for multimedia stuff. Yeah. Although what's weird to me is I can't imagine like a, a news, like a New York Times hosting a lot of content on Facebook only because it's really good as soon as you publish the story because it'll show up in people's feeds, but, like, within a few hours, like, the timeline is a terrible way to look at archived content. I think. That's true. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Do people look at archived content? Um, they might. I mean, even if you want to see a whole day's worth of stories from the New York Times. I mean, wouldn't you see it on the page, though? Um... Yeah, I just don't think it's very I'm just saying I think I think if I were creating content and wanted to host on Facebook, I would want Facebook to make a better content hosting page than the timeline. 
Yeah. Well, maybe maybe they are. I mean, I feel like I I I, I sort of feel like the page the. So this is going to be hard to say. I feel like the pages timeline is not ranked. So by that I mean the the pages timeline as opposed to your profile timeline or the group's timeline or newsfeed, those are all like ranked. So so things do not appear in chronological order while it may or may not be the case that the timeline for a page like an organization is not ranked. Mm-hmm. Um so like maybe it's less so, but yeah. You're right. I mean, it's not. It's certainly not the traditional, like newspaper layout that you see, where like it's a hodgepodge of things all over the place. Uh, but who knows if that's good? Maybe that's not good. Yeah. But is there a newspaper that's tried anything different? I don't know. Yeah, I'd be curious. If Facebook's really serious, I would expect an announcement with a few premier launch partners. Yeah. Um, and I'd be curious to see how they do that. So. I would not surprise me in the next month or two if we're not talking about that on this show. So we'll see about that. The other thing they announced, uh, Messenger Platform. Uh, so Messenger is, uh, according to Zuckerberg, a, a new ecosystem that can be used to create and share content um, independent of the news feed. It is now a platform. What does that mean? Is You can now install apps within Messenger. Um You can also make purchases inside Messenger as well. So uh, the way it works is the... Um, You'll now be able to install, starting with over 40 new apps, including ones from ESPN, the Weather Channel, uh, Diddy, whatever that is, um, in order to, quote, enhance conversations, uh, you can install them directly from the Messenger app, um, and you can share from there. Uh, so is this again, out yet? Well, you know, I have to try this, and here, I'll put my uh, my Messenger up on the screen. I, I tried figure... a couple days ago, and I didn't, I didn't see anything. Well, they published the update today. Um, uh, so I probably have to update... So I oh look apps for Messenger. All right, I'm gonna put my uh, display here up on the screen for those of you watching the video at home. Do it. Uh, you you know I will. Um, <laughs> using my pick Air Server, which I'll talk about later. But Whoa. here's an example. So there's uh, ESPN. You can add sports gifts. So I'm gonna ins- hit install. Let's see what this does. Um, and it's it's in the App Store. Okay, so this is interesting. So they're separate apps for iOS that you'll download and it'll have an icon on your regular row of apps. I was wondering how I didn't think iOS would allow them to um would allow them to have an app store within their app because I thought that was explicitly mm-hmm. against the rules and apparently it is. So, you have to download a separate app, which I'll do here. Um and the app is clearly it says ESPN for Messenger and it has the little Messenger sort of blue lightning bolt icon um in the icon for the app. Let's go back to messenger so now that it is installed let's see if we can't nope and i think it crashed and my phone crashed so anyway um you you can install oh there we go okay cool so here are a bunch of espn sports gifts as part of the espn app and i can select one um none of these are particularly appealing i don't know why i would want to share any of these but i'll just select it (laughs) It says send to Messenger. It pastes it in. I'll put it in the don't panic feed and hit send. And it sends the GIF. So um, I, the, really that wasn't that great of an experience because there are lots of other ways to do this, but whatever. So it just sent you guys the GIF, and you'll see that in your don't panic feed. Um, but there are a number of, uh, you know, the sort of default example apps 
included uh, a lot of like gifts and and pictures and adding things like that. But what's interesting is they also talked about um, businesses on Messenger. So this is uh, businesses and brands that can integrate with Messenger and contact you that way. Um, they had a few launch partners, including Zendesk, as a great example. They're a company that does uh, customer service. So one day you could hypothetically go into Facebook Messenger and talk with Comcast or whoever else you're complaining to through Facebook Messenger. Um, that was the other thing as well. Hmm. I guess that makes sense. And you can actually make purchases from inside the app uh, if you have a credit card on file. Yeah. Which I'm also surprised Apple lets them do, but that's beside the point. Right. So there you go. Messenger update. Any any thoughts on this? I haven't gotten to play around with it yet, but I I find myself oh, I can't in hear a. You. Why why can't I hear what you're saying? Hello, can you hear me now? I I think it's me. It's not. I can oh. hear Dan. Oh, there we go. Okay, no, I can hear you now. That was me. The people at home could hear you. So just just keep okay. talking where you were. So. I don't use any of the Snapchat business to consumer <laughs> features. I don't use I don't think I'm ever going to use this because I don't see why I would use it. And I'm also not the, not the type of person who follows and engages with a lot of brands on Twitter, although I do follow and engage with some, so I guess maybe that's the exception, but I I don't know. I just don't I don't see the appeal. I don't want to talk to a company. Well, and and maybe I was misleading. So uh, an example that they give is things like order confirmations, shipping updates. Maybe that might appear. Oh, to okay. More. It's like a channel for notifications. So not... Yeah, sort of in a way. I mean, and and they they yeah. have these little kind of custom layouts that are a little more pretty than just an email from FedEx saying your thing is shipped. Um, mm-hmm. So that's one so example. It's... Yeah, it's not customer service. Well, that could be it too. That that is mm-hmm. also, like I said, Zendesk. They did partner with them to do some of that. Um, oh, that's okay. an option as well. Which actually, to be honest, you know, I've done customer support with like Verizon Wireless over Twitter, where I'm DMing them, and I find it a much better experience when the when the thread is written. People can go back. It's not necessarily in real time, but you can send them pictures and things like that. Um, I actually would be really interested in trying this for something like customer service. Because the phone sucks. So I think anything could make it better. Hmm. Is this the kind of thing, like, I don't know, like, do you want your customer service person to know who you are from Facebook when you... I don't know. Well, they know who I am anyway, to be fair. I guess, but they probably know less about you. Yeah, and, and to be honest, they haven't been... You know, you have to opt in, and they haven't been super specific about what these companies can see about you and cannot see about you. I mean, you're not friending them, so there might, it might right. be a different level. Uh, they haven't been clear, but I think yeah, that's an important I, question. Right. I guess, I, I mean, I'm sure it could be, like, the public profile type thing, but uh, interesting. I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, I could see this for gifts. I guess like I like sending gifts. I yeah. can't see this like I just can't see this being ending up being a better experience than what like extensions on iOS native will turn into or what you can do. Maybe it. on maybe on Android it's it would be fine, but I don't know. Like, I get, I mean, I feel like extensions right now are kind of still in the preliminary period, but. 
I don't know. Yeah, I think the model has to be proven, and and so far, I think just GIF apps aren't really a good enough reason to get excited. But I think right. some of this other stuff could be very compelling. It's again, it's a platform, so I think it's all about the other companies who and how they choose to use it. Yeah, right, right. I don't know. It it. I don't know. It seems strange to me. Like, what? I don't know if I don't know if I buy like. Facebook Messenger as a platform or I don't know in the same way that like Facebook wasn't that great a platform like it was great for a certain specific set of things but that was it and those things were like spammy games Um, and it was really great for them for when they could do spammy things but when they stopped them from doing spammy things it's stopped being so great yeah I yeah, I mean, I sort of see this a little more an- analogous to, like, Facebook Login, Facebook Connect, where they're providing a, a, an easier way for companies to connect with people and yeah. being that middleman, which is really advantageous to them to get information and sell ads and do the things they do. Um, and if this is just one more way for companies to communicate with their users, I think that's a big advantage for, for Facebook. Yeah, that's fair. If it works. Right. Indeed. Um, let's continue on because we've got more news. Uh, what can we talk about next? Meerkat and Periscope. Meerkat and Periscope. So this week uh, we had two updates on that front. So last week I picked Meerkat and we talked about that, the sort of breakout live streaming app for iOS on soon-to-be Android. Uh, well, this week two things happened, starting with Meerkat getting $14 million in funding. Um Interestingly enough, not coming just from uh, traditional venture capital firms, but also from Ashton Kutcher, Lorne Michaels, Broadway Video Ventures, and talent agencies like William Morris and CAA. Um, interestingly enough, I will note Twitter paid approximately $100 million for Periscope before it even launched. So maybe $14 million is a bargain uh, for early investors. Hmm. In the same week, Periscope launch, which, as I said, Twitter just bought, is a very similar app, um, live streaming directly one tap from your phone to your audience over Twitter. Um, have you guys tried, I'll say, either? I've tried Meerkat. Uh, Me too. I, I didn't actually do anything on Meerkat. <laughs> I downloaded it. Come on, Colby. Come on. You're sorry. Sorry. I streamed some of the Twit stuff. I think it was just yesterday when I was stuck on the train. Uh, and I don't think that was the intended use case. Because uh, that, well, so, you know, if you're watching a professional production on Meerkat, you're watching a video of a professional production on Meerkat, which is sort of not optimal. Yeah. Uh, but I did really like the scrolling overlaid chat stuff that you could see. So. Uh, normally on a lot of these podcasts or video online video stuff, uh, the chat's off to the side. You might not be looking at it, which is sometimes good. But the comments here seemed relevant and not just like 16 A's repeated a million times over and over again. <laughs> uh, so I, I actually enjoyed having the chat overlaid because and it was very real time what what people were saying Uh and I, but the video, the stories I've heard of Meerkat, like when that person uh, today 
was meerkatting them driving around. You might like doing this, Sean, given some of your Instagram videos. I, I actually already have done this on meerkat. But okay, let's, <laughs> let, let's not talk about... Let's not mock Sean. Let's continue on. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so maybe Sean's driving around and uh, he ends up driving behind the new self-driving Mercedes car that very few people have seen. Uh, and suddenly his meerkat has thousands and thousands of viewers. Uh that's cool. Uh, I don't know how, like, is that happened often enough? Is that cool enough that people will still use it? I, You know, the brands are going to jump on this immediately. Like, oh, check out our new live stream. You know, live now. Come check out the new Amazon green toilet paper. Uh, <laughs> and, and, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. I was just picturing the the live stream of that. What would it be? A live demo? (laughs) (laughs) Awful. (laughs) I don't know. I might just want to. So, I don't know. There's been a bunch of things like this. Uh, Like, the past few years, what have been the big standout apps from South by Southwest? That like the weeks after, everyone's like, "Oh, holy crap! It's uh, Jelly, the crazy local question yeah. and answer system." There was and- highlight was one I remember where it was going to be hyper local recommendations. I think the last really big one was probably it wasn't Foursquare, was it? There has to have been one since. I don't think so. Because hmm. Foursquare did really break out there. I didn't know that. That's interesting. I also didn't know that these came out of South by Southwest. Well, Periscope, uh, Meerkat did. Per- per- oh, uh, Periscope has been actually in development for like a year or two. Huh. Um, much, much longer. Which I guess good on Meerkat for scooping them. Um, I think... I actually... Yeah, so here you go. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, this is a 2011 Mashable article on the most successful South by Southwest startup launches. Number one, Twitter. Number two, Foursquare. Four Number three, phone booth free. Never heard of it. Uh-huh. Number four, game salad. Oh, I remember game salad. Actually, game salad does still exist. That's still a thing. Okay, never heard of it. Number five, food spotting. Mm. Number six, Tim Ferriss. Okay, uh, that's it. Yeah, yeah, there haven't been a ton. No, so <laughs> 2012 or 2011 to 2014, we had nothing, and now we have Meerkat and Periscope, but. Next year and Christmas, will anyone still be meerkatting? I think so. You think so? Maybe not with these apps, but I think the concept is really strong, and I will tell you why. Can I I paint a picture? Let me give you an example. Yes, paint me a mind picture. Because I think I finally, someone figured out a good use for this, because you're right. It's not for me meerkatting driving in my car, though I thought it was interesting. Um, or or me watching a uh, friend of the show, Bob Nisko, uh, mix some music uh, the other night, which was fun. He was he was live on Periscope with that. But uh, I don't know if you know comedian Jim Gaffigan. He's a relatively famous stand-up comedian. He's currently shooting yep. his new show. So what he did was he handed his phone to, I don't know if it was his wife or his assistant or something, and they held the phone and live streamed them actually shooting the television show. And you could see the different takes, and between takes he would come up and talk to the phone. And it was funny because his wife didn't know what was going on, so she was like, it is, I don't, all these people on the phone are talking to me, and I don't, can they hear what we're saying? 
And they streamed for like, I kid you, like three hours late one night as they were shooting the show. It was so fascinating. And I just sat there and watched it. And I'm like, to be able to just easily just insert a camera into certain places. And yes, there are downsides. But I think if you can get it in the hands of the right people, it's not an app for everyone. But I think like Twitter, it's a great app to see what your friends are doing and what interesting famous people are doing. And I think if you can get those two things going really strong, the great thing is how easy and one click it is to just click. And then it's like, what I love about these apps is we've had live streaming forever, but never has it felt like you were so there because you're looking, it's almost like one-to-one. It's almost like a, a window, right? Because you're looking at your screen of the phone through the camera on their phone. And I think it's that one-to-one that really creates that cool connection. Um, that really makes you feel like you're there. And I think to be able to just instantly click and do that is really, is really powerful. I'm, I'm very impressed by the concept. And I think, you know, I tried Periscope and I think Periscope has a few more features. I think Meerkat just works better. I find it a little quicker and a little easier to use. I feel like some, uh, some of Periscope's fluff really weighs it down. And I think that Meerkat's design feels a lot more unique than, than Periscope's. Yeah. Periscope looks like every other iOS. It, look, it looks like app. Twitter owns them. Well, true. Yeah. Right. Well, I feel like Meerkat looks like Snapchat, or it looks like Snapchat did. Like, but yeah. Yeah, you're right. It does. It does feel a lot like Snapchat, actually. So, the sense I'm getting is that you guys think this is a like big time producer app. Like for for people who have a big following on social media, and not for your everyday person, or less for your everyday person. Yeah, I think that's fair. I, I would say that's my opinion. I mean, but you watched Bob's thing, and you you enjoyed that. But that's that's because I like personally. I like I said, I think it's for your personal friends and for. I think Vine is a really great comparison, right? Because when Vine came out, we're like six second videos. I don't know if we're ever going to find a good use for this, but we'll figure it out. And just tech savvy people started using it and it was okay and then a few famous people and then there were stars who broke out who no one had heard of but made vine interesting and then celebrities and brands got in there and then it turned into a whole thing i see this being very parallel to that where we will start to figure out the interesting uses and then you'll say wow concerts are really cool on meerkat because all of a sudden it's like you're there and 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 maybe brands will find an interesting way to use it you know maybe they'll take us live into their r&d kitchens and we can see what food they're trying out to put i mean I think it's figured out, but I think in the same way Vine has <clears throat> continued to be a success despite not being, you know, as big as Twitter or Facebook or something. I think there's a, really a place for this. Cool. <laughs> Don't sound so excited. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so the other thing I was thinking about was remember when everyone was excited about turntable.fm? Yeah, uh, like oh, it's a social music listening experience, and that blew up, and then gone. And remember the uh, the Facebook app where you had like it was like an isometric perspective world, and you had this little avatar, and you could wander around rooms with these other people in them, and it was like big for like a couple weeks, and invite only, and you could go hang out with like Fred Wilson, the investor in this room, and blah blah blah. No, I I don't even know what it's called. Uh, actually, I'm going to try to find what it's called because I wonder what happened to it. Uh, but 
I don't know. I could see this going away really fast. I maybe maybe I would have said that about Snapchat too, though. I, I probably would have. I probably yeah. did say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. You're so right. I feel like Snapchat, though, despite the feeling, I don't know. I I think I also had that feeling about Snapchat, but I I, I think Snapchat has something more like Snapchat in its 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 origin did not have it was not like it was like one to one one to few communication not this is like one to millions i think and that's what it's good for and or that seems like what it's going to be good for and i'm not saying it's not going to it's it's going to go away i think it might be like very successful in that people find a bunch of things that they like to watch on this like that there are people like Jim Gaffigan who have a lot of success um, like getting streams like I just don't think it's going to be it's the next big like consumer app or anything like I don't think it's a Snapchat yeah I, I think you're right I think it's very different use cases yeah yeah it'll be interesting to see but in the meantime I think it's a I think it's a lot of fun so I've been impressed so far. Let's uh, let's talk more news. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, we can talk Amazon. We can talk YouTube, Google, PS4, Windows. Any any particular place we should hit on this long trail of of tech adventure? Oh, you want me to pick? Okay, I will, <laughs> I'm assuming you're pointing at me. Uh, no, I will go ahead and pick. Let's talk. Okay. Uh, Let's talk quickly about Amazon. Two announcements from Amazon this week. We'll start with uh, home service. Uh, so this is interesting. We kind of teased this a little bit that Amazon was piloting it uh, a couple weeks back. Well, they've kind of fully launched it. Essentially, you'll be able to buy services through an Amazon marketplace. What does that mean? Well, if you need a plumber or someone to fix your roof or someone to install your television or mow your lawn or whatever... You'll now be able to get them through Amazon. Um, it's launching with about 700 different services from garbage disposal to renting a goat herd, which apparently you can do. Um, uh, a big pitch, a big part of the sales pitch from Amazon is that they're doing the hard work. It says Amazon accepts an average of three out of every 100 service professionals in each metro area. It makes sure each business is licensed, insured, and passes a five-point background check and a further six-point background check for each technician. Um, they say you'll never have to worry about hiring someone subpar again. The, the second half is that it's uh, quick. Uh, they claim it takes 60 seconds to buy a service regardless of what type of service it is uh, and have it scheduled right through the website. Um, now, this, of course, is starting most popularly in um, high metro areas like Seattle, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and New York. You'll get most of them there, and they're going to slowly roll it out across the country in the coming months. Um, so you can go to their website and check and see if there's anyone available in your area. It's 41 states right now, but um, they'll pick up more people as time goes on. It's kind of cool. I never need any of these services. Least, yeah. <laughs> a yeah. guy who lives in an apartment in New York City. Right. Well, well I right? feel like Why as, would I need as renters, we aren't responsible for our own, for our living accommodations. Uh, that's fair. But then again, there are, I'm trying to, there's got to be, 
You can hire someone for a singing performance. Oh, le- they have lessons. You can get a musical instrument lesson or a yoga oh, a personal yoga class. Um, iPhone repair. They'll come to your house and repair your iPhone. Um, like I said, there are some 700 categories, so it's a, uh, a really interesting... I'm looking at some of these... I'd be curious, maybe, because uh, none are coming up, obviously, where I live, uh, but maybe if either of you guys see anything, I'm curious what, like, violin lessons would cost. None for me. Mm. Uh, oh, it's what are we a- looking at? Amazon.com slash services is the website, and you put in your zip code, and they'll tell you what's uh, nearby. Oh, yeah, I, I tried this before. Yeah, I'm just uh, curious um, what some of these things uh, cost, because if, if they could, like... I'm what do you want me to look at? Uh, musical lessons. What would like a violin? Musical instrument lessons. Yeah, I can get piano lessons, guitar lessons, or drum lessons, or voice lessons. Okay. Uh, piano lessons. It says seventy-five to one hundred and forty dollars. I have uh, no idea if that's reasonable. Oh, how many lessons would you like? One, four, or eight? Sean, I want four. Four. How long should each lesson be? Thirty minutes or sixty minutes? Uh, thirty, because I'm buying four. 30 uh where would you like your lessons in home or in studio oh in home <coughs> on my own personal <laughs> piano all right 176 dollars provided by john the drummer for all that's four so sessions bad. that's yeah that's kind of reasonable all four sessions for... yeah no that's that's for in home that's that's good i feel like yeah this is i think this is really cool if these people really are as vetted as they claim they are um I think that's really awesome. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Do you know this guy or uh, something? Hire a goat grazer. Beta. A goat grazer. I think that's awesome. All right. What's the primary type of vegetation on your land? Sean, you're the only one who can answer this. <laughs> okay. What are my Grassland, options? marsh, flowers or weeds, shrubbery, woodland or other? Shrubbery. Shrubbery. How many acres of land need to be grazed? Twelve. Well, when do you need the service? As soon as possible, within a week or within the next few weeks? Uh, within a week, but I wouldn't go much longer. Uh, where do you reside? Uh, let's say countryside. Is your land fenced? Yes. Uh, does your land contain toxic plants? Roadie, laurel, azalea, etc.? Yes. I'm assuming that <laughs> disqualifies me from the service, but... I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I think go... I have to submit a request. Uh, oh, no, disappointing. I actually, That's to be honest, I'm a little happy that you can't just one-click order a bunch of goats <laughs> somewhere. That actually <laughs> makes me feel good. You you could goat someone. They just they get home from work and there just be goats all over their That's life. That's so going to be a new thing. Oh, there's some verification here. You could prank some people so good. Uh, I, would, I would totally do that to Colby because I feel like he'd enjoy it too. I would. I would enjoy it. Oh, so funny. It's too bad the singing performance one is uh, grayed out, although <laughs> it doesn't say that. The service is not supported in my area. I can't hire a singer or a silk aerialist. A silk aerialist? <laughs> Where would you even put a silk aerialist? Do you know what a silk aerialist is? Wasn't well, that the people that- who like dance with the long sheets? And the- where? Would- but where yep. would you... <laughs> Like, I guess if you had, like, a big venue or... I don't know. This is... Amazon's great. But, like, I'm looking here. They have, like, an oil change. Like, someone will come to your house and do the oil change at your house. Like, I would pay for that. That's awesome. 
Of course, I'm the only yeah, one. Yeah, and all car, these assembly but... things. Yeah, this uh, is this is great. I can't wait for this to come to my area because I never know who to hire for stuff. And if if Amazon is legitimately doing all the work for me, it's just another reason I love Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, air hockey table assembly. <laughs> That's so specific. That is very specific. Like how often I should, does that get clicked? I should do office furniture assembly. I'm so yeah, good at assembly office side. furniture. I think, yeah. I think each of the three of us should sign up to be a vendor of a some pro. service. Yeah. Holy smokes. Hang on. Packing boxes. How many hours of packing help do you need? Two. Ten. Okay, so the lowest is four. Okay. That's $420. What? A hundred bucks an hour? Yeah. That's crazy. Well, I will yeah. say Amazon takes a cut of every – so if you're a contractor, for if you work with them and you're a contractor, they, they do take a cut, uh, a percentage. It's, it ranges from 10 to 20 percent depending on the case. Something to keep in mind. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, that makes door sense. Installation. Cat door installation. Actually, that does sound difficult. I might hire somebody for that. <laughs> what, type of, what type of exterior door do you have, glass, metal, or wood, Sean? Oh, wood. Solid. <laughs> it's only $180 to get a cat door installed. Yeah, that sounds like my time is is worth hiring somebody to do that. That's great. This is great. Yeah, yeah. and your insulation, and your, my... uh, your heat and electricity costs. I need a professional. What I need to do is hire a general contractor, though. No, I don't. That's not what I want. <laughs> Dan's just going to just buy all these services he doesn't need. <laughs> I just, I just want someone to come over. You know, I don't actually have any. <laughs> you just cat. want a friend to hang out with you? You're like, I don't need you to do anything, but you just want to have a beer and hang out? I paid for you for a couple hours. That's a good idea. Hire a friend? Yeah. You should submit that as your service. Friends as a service? Colby will come to you. I would pay to have Colby come to my house. I mean, he does it for free, but if I didn't know him, <laughs> I would say Colby will come. You have to pay extra, and he'll bring some beer, and it'll be fun. Uh, it's, it's, the price is my time plus a six pack <laughs> that's great oh this is funny well i will other i will quickly mention as well amazon also announced this week amazon cloud drive is expanding uh you can now get unlimited files stored in amazon cloud drive for 60 dollars a year uh that's extremely comparable to its competitors a lot less especially than services like dropbox or google drive um Microsoft is the only other major service that offers unlimited storage, uh, but you have to have Office 365 to get it. Um, yeah. So you have that as well. <laughs> Woohoo, indeed. Um, we have time just to quickly... We can do one, one more story quick. So you want to talk Pony Express, PS4, uh, YouTube... PS4? PS4. We can quickly go through. PS4 pushed a big update this week. Uh, this will lead well into Dan's pick. Um, it is update 2. Point, it's a version 2.5 of the system update called Yakamura. Uh, and, yes, I'm very... That's racist, that. Sean. That's what it's, it's the code name. What do you want from me? Um, the biggest feature in this update is the ability to... Uh, pause, uh, suspend, and resume games. Uh, this was teased way back in 2013. You're finally getting it now in 2015, where you just push the PS4 power button in the middle of your game. It puts it into rest mode, and as soon as you push it back on, it comes right back into the game, right where you left it off. Uh, it's supposedly supported by nearly all PS4 games. 
Other new features include the ability to back up and restore things on an external USB drive. New social features, letting you find Facebook friends who also happen to own a PS4. You'll also be able to figure out which friends are playing the same game as you with the friends who play this option. Um, you'll have verified accounts on the PlayStation Network. Um, and that's kind of the major highlights of the update. The best cool. part of the update is... Uh, and I lost my train of thought. What's the? Oh, it'll automatically update the PS4 in the background when it's in That's rest. true, which wasn't even mentioned, but that's right. awesome. Yeah. I'm also, I didn't know that we were promised that it would put games in, in suspend mode when it was in rest. Or, sorry, it would suspend the games while it was in rest mode. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't know we were promised that, but it's cool that it does it now. Yeah, and you'll pick right up immediately where you left off, which is great. Not wasting any time. (laughs) No, no, too many games to play. Indeed. Uh, So that is uh, coming soon to a PS4 near you. Uh, So look forward to that. Um, It's expected to go live in North America tomorrow. Okay, that's it. No more news. We are out of time. We're going to move on to picks, and we are going to start. We we got to transition straight to Dan on this one because we're talking PlayStation. He's got an update for us. We we told him to try it out. He went ahead and did. Dan, I want to hear all about your experience with PlayStation View. So, right. Uh, got the one-week trial of PlayStation View. It just ended uh, on Saturday, I think. Uh, it was... So the reason I got it is because my dad was staying with me and he wanted to watch TV and I didn't have any TV. So (laughs) for someone who wants to watch TV, and this is like spoiling the whole review, but for someone who wants to watch TV on demand and doesn't have a cable connection, this is great. You plop down your $60 and if it's worth it to you, then you have instant cable. No setup time. No one has to come and install a box and wire up your house. It just works. Uh, and it works really well. The interface is old. It's very PS4-ish, but if you're not used to that, like the sliding thing is going every which way, then it's a little bit weird. Uh, but the channels, they started instantly for the most part, very fast. The quality was really good. The DVR stuff worked really well, live rewinding and pausing and things like that. Uh, $60, I didn't like... I had it, and once my dad left, I never even opened it. Uh, I had no desire to use it. So if, uh, I think if you're a cord cutter, and they had some channels that I think you can't get any other way. So if you're a cord cutter and you really want those channels, then that might be uh, a good option, except you're probably going to begin to approach the cost of a cable subscription anyways at $60 a month. So I'm not sure if it's worth it. Uh, the only... The only way I would see myself using this again is if someone visits me for, you know, a week and they want to watch TV, then this is the only way to go. I'm glad it's there. I would never see myself really using it or paying for it on a regular basis. But it does work really well. I was impressed with how well it worked. So you would That's think cool. so you would think somebody who is who owns a PlayStation is a big television watcher and doesn't want cable you think this is a really solid alternative right and you have to remember that when you're paying the 60 dollars a month you're also getting the however many hours of cloud dvr storage Mm -hmm. uh which i guess comes free with most cable subscriptions these days uh 
but it's nice. You don't have to worry about losing it, I guess, if your DVR dies. Cool. PlayStation View available now in the uh, three metro areas, Chicago, New York, and Philadelphia, expanding soon, uh, hopefully to a city near you. Cool. Thanks, Dan. Excellent. Uh, mm. Colby, we're going to talk about your pick. I've never heard of this, but now I'm really interested. So uh, t- tell me about Robin Hood. Uh, so it's like, Robin Hood is like a... It's like a stock trading app, so something like E-Trade or something like that. Um, but I'm pretty sure it's mobile only, at least for the time being. It's pretty new, um, and their their shtick is that there's no there's no trading fees. So you pay for the stock. There's no trading fees or like commissions or anything like that, which is how... Uh, I don't know if you've ever done or looked into like trading online. There, it's like five dollars, an extra like you know five bucks or something, to to buy a stock or buy a chunk of stocks. I don't know, whatever you're doing. Um, so I don't know. I thought that was kind of interesting. It was like one of like I feel like investing is things is a thing I've thought about doing many times, and. Um, I've thought about doing it many times. A couple times I've actually looked into like the places that you can do it and like looked at the pricing and stuff and been like, eh, I just don't care that much. Uh, but like, this is so darn easy. Um, and like the setup is, I mean, getting set up, you have to like, you have to like apply. So you give them their, your, address i think they they have to get your social security number and stuff i guess you have to be like verified and whatever to to trade stocks which it makes sense i guess because they want to know who you are in case you do sleazy things um but other and after that they have to you you like connect a bank account um so i did simple so i had to do like uh you know, one of those like two or three days and they put a like trial payment in your account and then you verify the amount uh, and then you get it back and then and then you can fund your account from there. And so it's 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 like you sort of put money into your account um, and then once there's money in your account, you can trade with it. So kind of like uh, I don't know. It works like that. It's like Microsoft points, but they're real dollars. It's, <laughs> there's there's no intermediary currency or anything. But yeah, then you just buy stocks, like or or, or sell stocks. Um, and it it like if you buy stocks on the weekend, it buys them as soon as it can on Monday morning. Um, I bought some Dunkin' Donuts stocks. I was, I was pretty pleased. But that's great. Yeah, it's kind of neat. It's it's like very low effort as far as this thing goes. I don't know if that's good or bad, but it's very low effort. I've been thinking like all day, like the last couple of days, I just like I think about the things that I use in my life a lot. And I'm like, oh, I should buy a stock in that like Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> that is one investment strategy. Indeed. I don't know if that's a good one or not. But. 
<laughs> no, that's uh, no. This is super cool. I've, I've, I've also kind of all my coworkers. They're all former uh, traders. A lot of them, uh-huh. um, and they're always talking about stocks and oh, what you should buy and all this stuff. And I'm like, man, I do it, but you're right. It's like I'm not going to pay ten dollars every time I make a trade. So at, yeah. min- at minimum, you're out twenty dollars just buying and then <laughs> selling a stock. Like that's crazy. Right. That that flexibility is kind of cool. And like, I mean, as it is, like. You know, I could lose all my money that I that I put in here because I'm I'm not good at this or something, right? Uh, or I make silly decisions like buying Dunkin' Donuts stock just because I like to drink Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but it's it feels like I don't know. It's kind of like like going to to the casino, right? I mean, really, trading stocks is is gambling. Um, it's legal. It's it's socially acceptable gambling, um, but you know, like you put a chunk of money in, it's not like withdrawing money from your your bank automatically or anything like that. So, like, I have a set amount of dollars, and I'm working with that, and like, I feel good about that. Um, and I guess they they kind of, I don't know. They talked about their their business model is basically that. You know, because they're they're so low, like the business is so light, like it's a mobile app. Um, they save a ton of money uh, that other places would spend on, you know, like storefronts and people that work there and menu, like people you have to call to like get an account and stuff like that. So I don't know, kind of neat if you're interested. It's I feel like I'm sure it's for more like hobby, like very uh casual traders yes casual casual or uh yeah casual is good very casual yeah probably novice uh yeah it's cool though i I don't know it's been cool for two days (laughs) until you're broke it'll be really great yeah until dunkin donuts goes bankrupt (laughs) next week shit guys (laughs) (laughs) outstanding very cool robinhood.com on that um, we'll talk about my pick air server. Um, so you may see on the show that sometimes I like to share my phone screen, uh, but I am on a windows machine and you may ask yourself, well, Sean, how do you show your iPhone screen mirroring in real time on your windows device? Well, the answer to that is a service called airplay, uh, at airplay, uh, air server i'm sorry it's called air server and it's at airserver.com um it is uh there's a free version you get a trial but it's uh 14.99 to buy the full version uh which i absolutely recommend it's really great especially because doing this show we talk about a lot of apps and a lot of things like that and i like to display in the video which by the way if you don't watch a video with a version of the show that's fine because i realize you don't want to look at our mugs for an hour but especially when we do the picks i like to show the different apps uh and there's a lot of advantage to to watching the video version but what's really great about air servers it just runs in the background and it listens for both airplay but also miracast as well which is sort of a an alternative uh wireless streaming uh platform and as soon as you uh, go on your phone, your iOS device or whatever, um, it will automatically notice there's an AirPlay device on the network. You hit it, and boom, it just pops up on your computer. The quality is amazing. It is, like, super, super HD. You can stream absolute HD video off of your phone or tablet onto your computer. Um, it is really fast. What's great is you can record 
yeah. your screen. So if you ever have a need to record what's going on on your device or you want to keep a record of that, you can do it as well. Um, so it works with um, AirPlay, but also Miracast on the Android devices. Um, and it's just really easy. One click, one click, very easy. So if you're a Windows user and you do a lot of stuff with uh, iOS devices <coughs> and you have any need to project your iOS device on your computer, uh, check out airserver.com. Uh, the app works flawlessly. It, it is $14.99, but I certainly find use out of it for the show and for a few other things. So uh, you can check that out as well. And there you go. Woo. That is it. Uh, is this wait? Is this only for Windows devices? Yes. Yes. Uh, can, can't why you, why can't does you, it say Mac on there? Does it say Mac? It does. There's a Mac thing at the top. Oh. I don't. You know. I don't. I'm not sure you can stream from a Mac to. Oh, I mean from Mac. Yeah, they do have a Mac. Mirror your display and stream content from your iOS device to your Mac, compatible with Yosemite. Hmm. And you can do desktop mirroring, desktop to desktop. Well, that's very interesting as well. I didn't realize that. Yeah, so there you go. You can get on both devices. The quality is outrageous, uh, I find, anyway. Cool. So anything else, gentlemen? Before we conclude this week's program, nothing. Maybe next week, though, I'll have something Ooh. that will that'll be exciting. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, Stay tuned. Oh boy, I hope people will. Uh, I will tell everyone <laughs> out there two quick things. One, uh, please check out our sister show on the network, the Goldilocks Zone, at goldilockshow.com. Uh, this past week's episode was part one at our introspective, all-encompassing look at everything breakfast. That's right, Matt and I went toe-to-toe on 14 different items. And, uh, no, I'm sorry, we only got through 11, but we over, under, or appropriated the hell out of 11 different breakfast food items. Colby has his opinion on some of these. So I will say I haven't even finished the episode yet, but it is pretty darn controversial. <laughs> and to be honest, Colby, I went back and I thought about it and I, you know, I don't remember what I said on the show, but I actually think you're right. Uh, yeah. We, we, we had sausage patties versus sausage links. Yeah. And Matt, Matt was, I mean, I'm not surprised that Matt is all about sausage patties, <laughs> given, given what I know about like Matt's eating habits. Yeah. But I mean, I've never had a sausage patty and thought, man, and and thought anything besides, damn it, I wish this place had links instead. Like, that's... Sausage patties are strictly inferior to sausage links, and I think think that is is a fact. So, well, we'll we'll see. When I finish the show tomorrow... Uh, I'll let you know on Twitter publicly. I'll publicly shame you if there's anything else I disagree with. Please do at Goldilocks Show. Uh, <laughs> check out check out the show that has Colby all flustered uh, at <laughs> uh, This uh, this this week's show will be part two of the breakfast discussion. So check that out. This show, however, don't panic.io is the website we do this Monday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Uh, on that website, there you'll get the audio, the video. All the links to our social media accounts on Facebook and Twitter and also where you can listen to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and via RSS on the podcasting app of your choice. Uh, So you can check that out there. We will be back next week 
with more tech news, maybe an announcement from Dan, uh, as he so lovingly teased. Um, so that'll be exciting. Uh, there's word on the street there might be more change mode in the future, but we'll see. Mm. Uh, lots of exciting things are happening, so you're going to want to tune in next week for a brand new episode. On behalf of Colby and Dan, I'll wish all of you out there a fair good night. We'll see you next week for a brand new episode, but until then, stay well. Goodbye.